Welcome to Behind the Story, where we discover the story behind your favourite stories. My name is Lisa Renee from the CoLab Press, and I'm also a rom-com author. And I'm Naomi Craig. I write historical fiction set in Bible times. Uh, we're really excited to welcome back Sarah Bath Williams to the show. Um, she's a dear friend of ours. We were, were in a critique group with her. Um, if you love watching Behind the Story and hearing all of the fantastic new books, and the giveaways, um, we'd love for you to comment below and to subscribe so you don't miss out on a single one. Um, but before we get to Sarah, how is your uh, Kickstarter going? Uh, yeah, so I did a Kickstarter for uh, my Bachelorettes of Clear Creek series. I had a new novella and uh, basically got that book out sent that out to um, the backers for that and now I'm doing the special edition so uh, one of the special editions is uh, the backer has her name as main character uh, it's also she's getting a zoom session with me and we're going to like brainstorm the next story in wow. the series so that'd how be fun, fun. Hmm. she did both of those hey uh, yeah, she's upgraded to the, so you can do add-ons. And so the add-on was a Zoom session. I only offered one uh, for yeah. that. Some people ordered hardbacks or paperbacks. And there's one other backer that she has her name as a main character as well. Uh, and she will, she wants that in the paperback version. So, yeah. So I'm excited that you are doing a Kickstarter too, Nomi. So um you and Donna so that's really great I hope yeah. I've been influenced I've been sort of hinting I thought you guys should yeah, do yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'm gonna shut up now like they want to do the Kickstarter <laughs> Lisa always wins let me just say that <laughs> yeah so um um yeah so Donna and I just are playing around with well not playing around we're we're in it but uh we're we're getting ready for our November launch and we thought let's see if we can't get this rolling um, because if if you are publishing um, indie or um, I guess you could even do it with the publisher as well, but you just there's there's expenses up front, and so it's 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 we just want to be the best stewards we can. And um, if you already know that you're going to love the book, then it's basically like a pre-order with special features, um, yeah. and you know some fun special editions and stuff that won't be offered. Um, anywhere else so Donna and I are really excited to um, as we've come up with our our tiers our levels so um, love for you to check that out once it's live so yeah and the cool thing um you know the people the backers can be a part of the project they helped it come right. alive they get um perhaps they ask or oh, oh, part of the tier they get mentioned in the, in the acknowledgements yeah um also they might so that's in the in the ebook version paperback perhaps uh also I'm doing a shout out on behind the story for some of my top tier backers so I hope I uh, say these names right I haven't actually clarified I'm not the greatest at doing names but <laughs> well you're doing it with an Australian accent so that's yes that's, that's my better <laughs> that's you get to hear your name in Australian accent and that version could be doesn't sound quite right but anyway the first one's easy <laughs> Natalie Gray thank you so much for backing my yeah. Kickstarter. you're awesome uh, so these are just some of the top um, ones that back the high tiers and um, get an acknowledgement on um, behind the story. I've got more people that were mentioned in the acknowledgements in the actual book. Um, Candle, and I think her surname is Nostroza. 
It sounds pretty good the way I'm saying it. Um, I like it. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> Laurie V. Thank you, Laurie V. <laughs> and Chiara H. And I also have the lady that's brainstorming with me. It's Clicky. So it's K-L-I-K-K-E. Uh, she is going to have a Zoom session. She's really excited. She's read a couple of my book, other books already. And uh, she's going to read her version, the book Boyfriends and Lattes with her name as the main character. Uh, so she's going to read that first. And then we're going to get together and have a Zoom session. So that's uh, really cool. That's fun. That's lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if if you haven't heard of Kickstarter, it's just a way for you to get on board with projects you really love already. If it's an author that you're just already going to buy their book, then why not have your name in that book? So it's just a fun way to get you as the reader involved with the process. So thank you yes. to all of those who who donated and can't wait to see Lisa's book come out. It's a lot of authors are doing this. So um, it's a way to support your um, authors because they're pre-launching. You get it first. Uh, you get the special perks like um, Narelle Atkins did a post that how she just backed my novella, but she was an early backer. So I had some backer, early backer bonuses and she got a bunch of other eBooks of mine for free sort of. Nice. So her uh, $5 you know, American donation sort of thing pledge, uh, she got like six books. <laughs> so it was pretty awesome uh five or six books I think she got so that's uh yeah follow on we'll have um Naomi's and Donna's launch page you can just follow you just click notify me on launch and so when it actually launches you'll get an email from Kickstarter and you can check out the tiers and um there's also like if you just want to support you can just donate a dollar we're not getting a reward it's just like supporting authors so um even that is just you no know, we we welcome that. <laughs> Give us yeah, a tip. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Right. Do you want to bring on our guest today? Yeah, let's bring on Sarah. Our guest today is Sarah Beth Williams, our good friend. Sarah lives in Northern California, enjoys playing the guitar, gardening, reading, spending time with her family. Sarah is the token American in the Trinity Lakes series. Sarah, welcome to the Behind the Story. Thank you so much for having me back, you guys. Um, so for those who aren't familiar with you, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you write. I am a Christian romance, contemporary Christian romance author, and I have four books published. And they're all available on Amazon and in Kindle Unlimited. And I love to write stories that evoke as much emotion as possible uh, and stories about family familial relationships and of course with that deep thread of faith well you definitely definitely get the emotion there I'm going to testify to that right now well congratulations your latest book no matter how far he ran away to escape his fear she faces her fear every day after the death of his late wife associate professor Dylan McKay never thought he'd fall for another woman until the stubborn and beautiful Jocelyn rescues him from a ski slope, though he needed no such rescuing. What's the story behind No Matter How Far? Uh, no Matter How Far is part of a multi-author series that I was invited to um, with some Australian authors and our wonderful New Zealand author, Iola Bolton. Um, and so it's been a like 
really fun. That's a brand new experience for me. I've never done a multi-author series before. Um, so I was really excited to be invited to do it. And um, it's pretty fun to uh, be collaboratively planning this town of Trinity Lakes. And so from that, basically, I read all the books that were available at the time, all of the manuscripts, and mine's the last one in the first year. So in order to prep, I read all the books and kind of made like, a, I actually made a map of the town <laughs> because visual, I'm a very visual person. Yeah. And so I took it upon myself to make a map and I made it like over and over because I'm not that good of an artist. But um, so I, once I had a map, then I kind of created more like uh, of my own storyline within the town. Um, some of our, some of the books overlap more than others. So kind of like some groups of authors choose to overlap with each other and others don't necessarily, which is fine. I think all of them have a lot of uh, similar setting, anchor settings. And so that was really fun. The town, I think I fell in love with the town so quickly. And then I uh, was really nervous about writing an Australian character. And they're like, all of them are like, you don't have to. It's okay, but I want to. I think it's fun. I like a challenge. So it's been a lot of fun. So um, what was your like main spark for Dylan, for your Aussie character here? What was, what's, what's going on when you're writing him? I don't remember why I chose to do a professor. I'm not sure. I have a thing for college uh, settings for some reason. My first three books were also set in college, but there were students. And so I knew that I wanted Jocelyn to be going to college to become a nurse. And so then, um, I don't know, I, I don't really remember why I chose the professor, but I thought it was a fun character. Um, I kind of wanted him to be more older. Um, I've written a lot of young characters. Most of my characters are 30 and under in my other books. And so he's like 34, so it's a little older. <laughs> and I'm a little older now. <laughs> So uh, I, I was gonna so say thirty four like, is not old. <laughs> a little older, but uh, you know, than my normal routine of writing. So, yeah. um, and I feel like as I'm growing older myself, like you know, my writing is more mature now. Um, I don't know, subtly, I guess. And so, um, so I just thought it'd be really fun to write a professor. So. And then, and then he's um, from Australia. And then I really love missions. And I have, I had another thing that happened was I had another story project that is half written about a guy who went on a missions trip and he wasn't a professor. But, and so I thought that was a fun idea. So I kind of took that story idea and kind of like messed with it a little bit and kind of brought the missional if uh missional theme into this story yeah I love that That's and you don't really see it a lot yeah you don't see it a lot in uh this genre so I thought that was cool yeah awesome great yeah well uh it's been great to have you on the Trinity Lakes uh author team so I'm one of the authors uh for the first year so, yeah, it's been great having Sarah on. She's uh, our person to check all the American terms, you know, our Australian terms, do you actually understand them? So she's really, like, had to step up 
<laughs> being very great gracious to us um now back to your story introduce us to jocelyn um what are her strengths and her quirks uh, so jocelyn is a paramedic and she is athletic um she grew up skiing and she grew up in Trudy Lakes. so she grew up skiing at the resort of up the mountain and she's very hardworking. and she um when her father died she decided to become an EMT and then she became a paramedic and now she's starting to become a nurse and so she's really strong in the medical survival medical expertise and uh, survival uh in general and well I think uh, it was interesting coming up with quirks because I was like I don't usually do that when I when I begin writing, but as I write, they just kind of come out. And so she doesn't like to dress up a lot, very, and she doesn't wear jewelry because of her career, basically. And she doesn't like to cook a lot. And I thought about that because her brother is a professional chef, so I thought that was kind of funny. So um, you've got some great reviews coming in on Amazon. Colleen says, the Jocelyn and Dylan's characters are engaging and bring the reader into their lives. I struggled when they struggled, and I related to their very real question of what was God's best for each of them. This is nothing new. You're kind of known for this depth. So how do you keep this, this deep, heartfelt emotion for your characters? How do you keep that going as you're writing? I've been trying to figure that out for like five years, I guess. <laughs> I'm not a shocker that this is an emotionally deep. If you've read any of Sarah's books before, it will not shock you. <laughs> I think you know how I started writing so much stuff like uh, that's so deep. Um, part and <laughs> try not to be like long winded here. I've written a few blog posts about my previous book that came out, which is Anchor My Heart, and I feel like it was a god moment when i began writing this story of anchor my heart because um i feel like he was preparing me because before that and even before anchor even before when hearts collide which also deals with grief not as much but um i had never experienced a major death in my family or anything like that since i was like seven and so um and then like in the span of five years i've lost six people mm. in my family and my husband's family and so I feel like um, God kind of like used this this gift of writing to prepare me for the eventual loss of so many people back to back to back to back to back. And um, and then later, like I could input, I could take my experiences and kind of like um, I don't know, beef up the book that was already written, you know, so to make it more real um, based on what really happened. So. Yeah. Um, same thing same that's kind of how those books became like so emotional and I think in general I'm kind of an emotional person <laughs> um I have a little I have mild anxiety I don't it's not severe but it's definitely there and so that kind of makes me an emotional person sometimes and my mom was really emotional I'm pretty sure she was an empath um after she passed away I really started to look at that and I was like that makes that explains so many things about her behavior sometimes you know, she was a very sensitive person and very uh, emotional and I think she was an empath she was just like all the people's emotions were just kind of adopt everybody button suck all yeah. their books yeah and so I feel like that was definitely and I grew up 
with that. Um, I'm not that way, but um, and that's no, but I those think, are I think authors have like to get to that level, especially if you're not. I think that's like a special gift because you're. I think people can relate to that because you're going so deep. I think for me, when I'm reading your books, it's like it's so relatable because it's obviously it's not just like oh, they're sad for a day and then they're getting better, you know, like, but it's, it's, that's stuff very relatable with, with all that. And that's my other, my other thought too, at the same, I was thinking exact same thing. Like my goal, when I first began writing, I wanted to have a goal, um, a theme for myself and my books and is to write people authentically, write authentic characters, experiencing authentic situations. So I, I usually don't write rich people. No offense, but I don't. And um, I don't like I don't write fake Christian people um, because I feel like that's not relatable. And when you're reading Christian fiction, you don't really want to read about people who have it all together because that's not real life. And I feel like people will enjoy your stories more if they can relate to the characters and also find like a hope and redemption story in that same light. Where I mean, uh, general market authors usually write more authentic characters, but then there's not always a hope or a redemptive right. theme or or arc. If you're watching this tonight, um, we would love for you to comment in the in the comments below and let us know a character that you read that was just really authentic and genuine. Comment below and let us know. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, it's great. We want to hear like. Um what makes you read these stories do you really love the emotion I, I must vouch for Sarah's stories it's not full of angst and like um you know it's not all negative and all that kind of stuff when we say emotional but you're just feeling the characters and even the romance she's just amazing with her the romance moments and stuff it's very swimmy and I love her Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it has all the feels we're saying we're not not saying that you're going to be bawling your eyes out whatever but you're going to be you're gonna feel like you're gonna come away from the story with an experience yeah um, but it's still sure. the happy ever after the the expectations you have from a romance so well done on that now tell us a bit about your experience um we mentioned before about being in a multi-author series so anything else you want to share to other authors um you know if they're going to get involved in a in a multi-author series do you think it will help your reader reach you know so um you're learning different things from working in a team the different different authors and what they bring to the team um I think joining a multi-author series is a good thing if you have people that are flexible and willing to work together um so if you join an author series be that person that's flexible and willing to work together <laughs> because it's really un it's uh it's really hard to work with somebody who doesn't want to change how they work like I've you know I've had to be flexible and change things or like you know, um, move things around or like I'm, and we do add sometimes, some of the, sometimes we add in characters from other stories, you know, and you kind of just have to go with the flow a little bit. Um, and it's really helpful to uh, make sure you have time. <laughs> make sure that if you go into a series, a multi-author series, that you have the time to commit to reading all the books because it's really helpful to know what's going on in the story world that you're working in, because if you don't, then you're going to be lost. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that it is very helpful to also um, be willing to like uh, collaborate with ideas and or, like have a plan because if you if as a group you don't have a plan 
then it's going to not work. Your story world is going to fall apart. So think about like a fantasy author has to build the world. And so even though you might be using a contemporary setting or maybe you're using a historical setting, you have to build the world around. You have to build right. it. And if you don't build it, then it will be hard to write. So yeah. it's really important to have a plan. Whoever is, you know, if you go into an, it, it, make sure they have a plan and I'll, but make sure that, you know, you're flexible. Yeah, for sure. You want to be, you want to be the person you enjoy working with. That's yeah. really good advice. So which of the characters, no matter how far, did you like the best? Are you laughing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I tend to gravitate towards the, the heroes in my stories a lot. I'm always like, this is my favorite hero every time I write one. So I tend to do that. And I usually come up with the hero first, almost always. It's rare that I don't. And almost every manuscript that I've written that's published and non-published, the guy is always, the story of the guy comes first. I just tend to be, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I think Dylan is definitely my favorite. I think it's because he's Australian and Australian accents are amazing. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> yes, so they are. Fun to listen to you talk. Right. And also listen to Bluey. <laughs> Bluey is amazing. I love Bluey. It's so Bluey. fun listening to Bluey. Which is an Australian, or is it a New Zealand cartoon? I can't remember. <laughs> Yola and I will have arguments over like yeah, these kind of things now there's a joke between New Zealanders and Australians it's just yeah it's like not as bad as Canadians and Americans which one of you claims Bluey do you know Bluey <laughs> no, we've got more of an argument over Pavlova the dessert it's a famous dessert a meringue dessert um we have more arguments oh, about that oh yeah but um we did discuss this in our interview with Yola if you guys want to <laughs> look through our uh, back a couple of months um now you you've been writing for a while but this particular series that you're writing in um you, your process might have changed a bit so what is your writing process as an author now? um yeah this one is definitely different um I wrote both the first book and the second book which is coming out next year in like two months or something which is very rare um that's not I'm so impressed <laughs> that it's exhausting I'll tell you that right now it's exhausting um but it's a good exhaustion it's like yay and then that and then it makes me mad that I can't get the third book going because it's taking ages <laughs> I'm like, why can't you work why are you stalling on me uh, but usually my writing, pro I, I prefer to do like a lot of free writing. That's my, when I open up a story um, and I come up with an idea, I usually spend a lot of time free writing until I can't anymore, until it somehow stop. Like I have to do research, which is annoying, but so I free write until I can't do anymore because I have to stop and do something that's necessary for the story. And then after I free write for however long it could be, weeks it could be days it could be months and then I depends on how much time I have in life <laughs> right so how much my life is crazy or not and then I usually do this time in the last like let's see since 2021 2021 I finally so I've been writing since 2014 is when I started writing my first novel and then that one was published in 2018 so I've, I've been writing since 2014 and it took me five years or something, six years to actually come up with a, an outline that I actually like. 
to you that works for me because I've tried lots of different kinds of outlines. I tried the snowflake method. Oh yeah. I tried plotter. I like plotter, but I don't know. It just wasn't. I mean, it, it's a good idea. It's not bad. I just I tried so many different types of outlines and plotting and different kinds of stuff. Uh, uh, different kinds of program, you know. And I finally just kind of put all that pieces together on my own and I made an outline system that I like and I've been using it and it works. So usually after I free write a bunch of stuff, then I go back and I write up a background for each character, usually the guy first. And usually the girl takes forever to come up with the background. So I usually wrote, write the guy background and then I write the girl background and then I make an outline from what I have already written down. So then usually the outline changes like a bunch. So um, that that process can take a year. <laughs> it could take two months. I think that's important to find a, a system that works for you because like you, you mentioned the snowflake method and plotter and stuff like that. If you're yeah. not, if you're not connecting to it, it really, it really doesn't, click and then you're like I should be following these nine steps but I can't yeah you know and so then you're like kind of I mean when I do that it's kind of like you're bringing on the shame because you're not meeting your goals and stuff but really to find something that works for you I think that's really excellent all right so uh on a personal note what's something maybe the readers or people our viewers might be surprised to learn about you Sarah uh, I'm currently teaching in a in TK right now and it's really fun um you can be silly you can be energetic and you can be you don't have to be serious <laughs> I mean sometimes you do but you it's much less it, like I've been I've I'm a guest teacher um in the past I've worked with lots of lots of grades all except for high school and so every time I go into the upper grades I feel exhausted because I have to be serious all the time that's and I funny. go into a little kindergarten class. I'm like, yes, I can sing. I can read a book and I can like watch videos and I can dance and I can play with them. I read. I mean, it's so fun. When you're take in a, a nap. <laughs> I want to, but I can't. Serious question. If you could pick up a new skill instantly, what would it be? Um, I would like to not be afraid of water because I would love to go scuba diving, but I am terrified. So that would be fun. <laughs> I would love to go scuba diving. I love the ocean. I love, you know, all everything about the ocean except for being on the water. <laughs> <laughs> I I tried a bit of snorkeling uh this year and I okay. yeah, it was really great, but I did not like the weight belt when I had to have a weight belt on. It was um you know, to try and get dive through the caves and stuff, but yeah. Oh wow. It was I didn't really I felt quite constricted with that kind of stuff, but Anyway, do you have to take it off when you go above the water? Like, how does that work? That's big senior. Well, yeah, it sort of can move around and stuff. But when I had to get hoist myself back onto the boat, like I was just so hard and I was so exhausted from because it's Swimming. it's different to scuba yeah. diving. You're like holding your breath when you dive and stuff. So, um, yeah, I had to take it off. <laughs> I'd love to learn how to snorkel. That'd be really cool. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty amazing. I did see a shark and that was interesting, but 
we got the heck out of there. <laughs> we still. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love reading about. Good, but anyway, um, I love reading yeah. about snorkeling and scuba diving. Like, there's been a few books that I've read about that, and it's or with character, you know, that do that kind of stuff, and it's been really yeah. Fun. Well, I actually had written some books with the with it in, but I hadn't really had done it for a long time, like other than a kid. So, and then I finally doing it, and that's how you should really. <laughs> it's amazing how authors we can just like come up with this, you know, experience and just be creative or watch a YouTube video or we just use our imagination of what it's like. But um, yeah, so you don't have to be uh, do everything, but it is helpful if you do have that experience. All right. So tell us what's coming next. You've got this release that you've written book two. When does book two come out? So I think we're going to be shooting for June. Um, so it should be coming out in June next year. And it is Jake and audrey which you don't know who audrey is because she's in new zealand she's from new zealand and so that will be their story and jake is jocelyn's brother and he makes an appearance in this book times excellent well where can the readers find you online sarah well i have a website which is my name.com <laughs> sarahbethwilliams.com find me there i'm on almost every social media website and my website has all the book information that you could possibly want a press kit if you're interested and uh events coming up which i have three local events which i'm super excited about that's that's the most i've done so far so i'm excited about that awesome okay well we'll have those links in the show notes so thank you so much sarah for coming back on behind the story yeah, I had a lot of fun talking with you guys again. Thank you so much for having me. So Sarah has a digital ebook copy of No Matter How Far. So the link is in the show notes. Uh, and we would love for you to answer our midpoint questions. Naomi, do you want to remind us what they are? Because I always forget. Yeah, the midpoint question is I would love to hear a, a genuine or authentic character from another book that you've just read. Comment below and you'll be interested to win no matter how far, and you don't want to miss it. It's an excellent book. So. As always, Lisa and I have our freebies um, linked in the show notes as well. If you're here for the historical or biblical fiction community, I have On Desolate Heights, and that is Balaam's story and his talking donkey. Awesome. And I have a Christian rom-com novella. It's in ebook or audiobook. It's for free on my website, and the link is in the show notes as well. So thanks again for joining us today. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and we have giveaways every week, pretty much um, every like, episode. And we've got some upcoming uh, authors. Um, Naomi, do you uh, want to mention what we've got coming up next? Coming up next, we're excited to welcome Jennifer Mist Morgan, who writes historical romance. And it looks like it's centered in World War II. So you don't want to miss that. But until next time, let us run with endurance the race set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. See you next time.